Yo, 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 we is back. Episode number five of Not The Same Podcast Bible Study. The yeah, internet man. is fighting us tonight, but it's all good. We're going to persevere, press in, go deeper. I mean, yeah. Rob is not doing his impression of Dylan Brooks for the Memphis Grizzlies after winning the game. Got a couple of challenges. My brother would be good and Gucci. Y'all just, he's not too cool for school. There's a reason for yeah. the glasses, people. <laughs> Boy. There's a reason right, for this right. season. I mean. Anyway, how you doing, right. brother? Man, I'm I'm doing I'm doing good, man. Just like you said, just the challenges of um, you know, migraines are real, brother. But yeah. um we gotta keep pushing regardless of what's going on. And um Good evening, Miss Wine. No matter what. My bad, brother. What's going on? No, no, what's going on, D? No, no matter what's going on, I mean, we got to keep going. And if I turn the yeah. lights off, you won't be able to see me. So it's the best <laughs> way to do it. <laughs> it's all good, man. I promise you this brother can see he's not doing no Stevie Wonder impersonations or nothing right, like right. that, man. He's doing what he got to do. But our brother showed up. He is a part of the show. And God going to be with him, help him through these uh, migraines. Because they is of yeah. the devil. Amen. They is of the devil. All right, man. So we are back. Uh, I feel like the normal podcast, but anyway. <laughs> right, 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 right. My wife will say First Peter two and twenty four. Okay, dropping them scriptures. Them okay, scriptures drop, drop, dropping them them scripture jewels. I see you, sis. Miss Winder say, hope you feel better. Oh, Jesus yeah, name, sure. Jesus name. All right, man. We don't get into yeah. one of the most important parts of the story of Jesus. Is his uh death, burial, and resurrection. Uh, we're gonna read some scriptures, man, y'all. Rock with us as we get into this word, man. This is one of the the pinnacles of the Christian faith. Pinnacles, yeah. big big words. The pinnacle of Christian faith. This whole story of Jesus, you know, the passion, passion story or whatever, you know, it tells the story of what happened is Jesus' uh, death, burial, and resurrection. So yeah. we're going to get into it, man. We're just getting to the scripture, man. We're getting to the book. We are, if you got your Bibles, slap somebody in your house, your dog, your cat, your uncle them, your cousin them, your mama them, your dog them, somebody. Go to Matthew hey. 26, slap them, let them know you there. What you say, bro? Just saying before we get into Matthew 26, just to bring you everybody up to speed, because I know definitely, last time we definitely. talked, we talked about um we talked about Jesus and his temptation before he started the ministry. Yep. But leading up to why he was set up in the first place, um, in between Jesus being tempted and his crucifixion, um, basically he came and totally disrupted the order of man's traditions, customs. Yeah in the way of religious thinking um, back in those days, from healing on the Sabbath to talking and having dinner with uncircumcised Gentiles, which would be sinners. Yeah. Um, Jesus, his walk, his ministry, because remind you, it was just a three-year ministry, but he taught about how to walk, um, this Christian walk through prayer, walking in love, not being judgmental, and how to be good stewards over your finances as well as your time. Yeah. And um, after doing all these things, the Pharisees and Sadducees had enough, and plotted to kill Jesus. So Who as are the we Pharisees go into, and Sadducees, right? For the people that don't know. Um, the religious scribes. They were the yeah. leaders of um, the Jewish 
um, Jewish and Hebrew, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. um, um, where they they were in their priestly garment, they were in their their, their um, 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 holy priestly. garments, if yeah. you will, yeah, priestly garments. Um, they always walked around. It was probably mad because they was hot. <laughs> wearing, they wearing more dresses than the women do. Look yeah, like America now. Dress. Anyway, my bad. Go ahead. Bro. Yeah, but nah. month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, after doing all these things, you know, yeah. the Pharisees and Sadducees had enough because he came and he he was he was getting rid of every tradition you can possibly think of, and it was like, who is this guy? Yeah. And um, when they start seeing him, honestly, jealousy and envy popped in because when they start yeah. seeing Jesus getting the followers that he was having yeah they started they started feeling some type of way about them having followers themselves so right now we can um come up to matthew 26 leading into um you know going into the passover going i mean yeah the um the celebrations the plots and the death burial and resurrection yes sir so if you got your bible if you're reading on your phone or whatever it's matthew 26 we're gonna go through matthew 26 through matthew 28 if you want to read along, uh, we'll kind of go back and forth. I'm a, uh, I'll start off, man. I don't want to, I don't want to work your glasses too hard over there, brother. <laughs> you silly, bro. Anyway, man. So Matthew 26 starts with the plot to kill Jesus. Uh, like Rob said earlier, you know, when he started healing, one another thing that Jesus did that, uh, lack of better words, pissed some people off. You know, they was very, very religious about the Sabbath. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or in mm-hmm. modern time, modern modern times, we would say Sunday, or if you a uh, uh, seven day event event is Saturday, Jewish Saturday. people Saturday, whatever, you know. But mm-hmm. that seventh day, they you know you supposed to be resting. So there was a story of a paralytic paralytic man. He had like three friends. They tore off the roof, let him down like on a rope. He was sitting in front of Jesus, and he was like, "Yo, Jesus, what's up? I heard you healing people. Lack of better words, <laughs> what's good? I'm here. On, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, before Jesus healed him, he said, "You know, uh, your sins are forgiven." And that was the thing that one of the things that made him mad. Like, who is he? He ain't God. How can you say, you know, their sins are forgiven? What type of authority can he say that? And he said, well, "You more worried about uh, being your having your sins forgiven or being healed? Which one is easier?" Basically. So he healed right. him and the man got healed or whatever. That was one of the things, like Rob was saying, that really pissed the people off that, yo, he healed somebody on a Sunday. They weren't so happy that the man got healed. He was paralyzed yeah. so bad they had to let him down through the roof. But they yeah. was cool with him being, you know, sick or whatever, you know, unwell because it was sad. It was, you know, they was more worried about the rules per se than the fact yeah. that the healer was in the house. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. With that background, as Rob said, and also what I said, this is this how the story goes. When Jesus had finished all these words, he said to the disciples, you know, uh, he said to the disciples, you know that after two days, the Passover is coming and the son of man, the son of man is uh, Jesus, is to be handed over for crucifixion. At that time, the chief priests and the elders of the people were gathered together in the courtyard of the high priest named Caiaphas. And they plotted, plotted together to arrest Jesus covertly and kill him. But they were saying, not doing the festival, otherwise, or like the Passover, because Passover is a lot of feasts that was going on. So basically, you know, I don't know what uh, a good example of a different, a now time festival. I don't know, just Juneteenth. We ain't going to say Juneteenth, but for example, you know, we're not doing the time, thanks, we all kicking it. Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving. Yeah, so you know, we kicking it, we drinking, we yeah. happy. <laughs> not doing the festival, otherwise, a ride may occur among the people. The precious ointment. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany, Bethany is a city. 
at the home of Simon the leper, uh, a woman came to him with an alabaster vial, or if you heard the song uh, by C.C. Winer's Alabaster yeah. Box, same thing, yeah. vial box, a very expensive perfume, and she poured it on the head, on his head as he was reclining at the table. But the disciples were indignant when they saw this, mm-hmm. and they said, why wait? Why this waste? For this perfume could have been sold for a high price and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said, to them, why are you bothering the why are you bothering the woman? For she has done a good deed for me. For you always had a poor with you, but you would not always have me. For she was poor for she when she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, that what this woman has done will also be told in memory of her. Other words, nobody will forget what she did. They was tripping over the bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they is human. <laughs> They mm-hmm. are not the son of God. They are disciples of the God of the Son of God, but they are human. Right. So they looking at yo. Back in that day, a whole bottle of perfume probably get you a few hundred dollars. Me guessing, right. you know what I mean. Right. You just gonna drop that hondo on your head. You know they ain't like that anyway. Right. So one uh, Judas. Judas was one of the disciples. Then one of the twelve named Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest and said, "What are you willing to give me to betray him?" And they set out for him 30 pieces of silver. And from then he looked, from then on, he looked for a good opportunity to portray Jesus. I'm going to stop right there. This man betrayed our Lord and Savior for basically 30 pieces of silver. I don't know what that translates to, but I ain't going to go on the low side. Let's go to the high side. $30. Mm-hmm. He betrayed the son of the living God for $30. Jeez. Yeah. And That's, the other. Uh, go ahead, bro. No, we we've been talking about how all of this parallels because when we first started this on um you know who Jesus and who Jesus was, we went yeah. back to the first Adam in the Old Testament. And if you read Zechariah, it actually talks about Judas' betrayal of the thirty pieces of silver. It's um it parallels it. So even in the Old Testament, this was prophesied that this was gonna happen. Um yep. so just over thirty pieces of silver, man. I don't like you said, I don't know what that translates to in um dollars now. Right. But Wow. Wow. The son of God, he literally seen Jesus walk on water. He literally seen him heal people. So many people, they can't even put them all in the Bible. And he sold them out for 30, basically $30. 30 pieces. Yeah. 30, 30 pieces. pieces of silver. Whatever that, even if it was $300 still, bro. Here, here's the part that get me. Like yeah. Jesus told him, this was the first time Jesus, well, it's not the first time, but where he came out and said without talking in a parable, she's preparing me for my burial. Right. And it just went over everybody's head. Right. So, uh, verse seventeen. Now, on the first day of the unleavened br- of un- unleavened bread, uh, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, "Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat at the pa- at uh, eat the Passover?" And he said, "Go into the city uh, to a certain man and say to him, the teacher says, my time is near. I am keeping the Passover at your house with my disciples." My bad. Uh, the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover, the last Passover. Now, when the evening came, Jesus reclining at the table. He been reclining. He may have been chilling. <laughs> right. Reclining at the table with the twelve. And they, right. He full. And as they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you that one of you will betray me. Being deeply grieved, they began saying to him, Each one, surely is not I, Lord. And he answered, He who dipped his hand with me in the in the bowl, and uh, is the one who betrayed me. 
The Son of Man is going away just as it is written about him, but woe to him by the by man woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had never been born. Lord, he is talking bad already. And Jews and Judas, who was betraying him, said, Surely it's not I, Rabbi. Jesus said to him, You have said it yourself. Swerve. So, <laughs> hey, <look. laughs> hey, so just just a quick um just a quick um um the Passover being celebrated. The Passover yeah. was a celebration for the Hebrews deliverance out of um from Egyptian bondage and slavery. So yep. that's what the Passover feast was about. This is where they are. They're celebrating, and even Jesus telling them then it was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. We talked about the we kind of joked about the disciples last time when we was like, "Help us, Lord." <laughs> <laughs> they still are not grasping what this man is saying. So right. I I just find it interesting that you can be with them, but then it's like, well, well, maybe he's not telling the truth on that part, right? You know, right. even though they've seen all these miracles. So go ahead, see my bad man. I just wanted to let the people know what the Passover was and. All while good, it was bro. celebrated. All good. Now, while they were eating, Jesus took some bread and after a blessing, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body. This is a example of communion when you see communion. Mm-hmm. And when he had taken the, taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of you, for this, for this is my, my blood of the covenant, which is being poured out for many for forgiveness of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine. Hold on. Fruit of the vine from now until the till that day when I drank of it, drank it with you new in my father's kingdom. After singing a hymn, they went out of the Mount of Olives or the or the room, basically. Then Jesus said to them, you will all fall away because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. Jesus already confessed. Look, I'm getting back up. You know what I'm saying? But he also telling them, all y'all going to dip, all y'all going to dip sit. All y'all going to dip sit. And we're going to learn about Peter because he, he, you know, he had a big mouth. But Peter replied to him, even if they all fall away because of you, I would never fall away. And Jesus said to him, truly, I say to you that uh, this very night before the rooster crows, you would deny me three, three times, a.k.a. shut up, Peter. <laughs> you think you think you got my yeah, back. Basically. You ain't got my back for real. Peter uh, hold on, my bad. Peter said to uh, Peter said to him, "Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you." All the disciples said the same thing as well. The Garden of Gethsemane. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane. I can't say it right now. I just said Gethsemane, and told his disciples, "Sit here while I go over there and pray." We're gonna see another one of the moments where Jesus is looking up, just frustrated with them. And he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. Uh, with him and he began to be grieved in distress then he said to them my soul is deeply grieved to the point of death remain here and keep watch with me other words he mean like watch out you know make sure i'm straight uh he went a little beyond them fell on his face and prayed saying my father if it is it is possible let this cup pass from me yet not i i will but as you will and he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and he said to peter so you man could not keep watch with me for an hour. Keep watching and praying so that you do not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, yet the flesh is weak. And he went away a second time saying, uh, my father, if this cup can, cannot pass away until I drink, of, drink from it, your will be done. 
Again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes was heavy, and he left them again. He came at them two times when folks couldn't couldn't wake up. He told them, man, just just watch. Stay up. They can't stay up. And he left them again and went away and prayed a third time, saying the same thing once more. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let's go. Behold, the one who is betraying me is near. So at this point, what it's talking about, Judas already came, dropped his, you know, tried to get some money right quick, 30 pieces of silver for Jesus. And the time is now. Judas is going to show up on the scene. Uh, verse 47. And while he was still speaking, behold, Judas, one of the 12, came accompanied by a large crowd with swords and clubs who came from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he who was betraying him gave him a sign previously, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one. Arrest him. And immediately Judas went up and went up to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. But Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you have come for come for. Then they came and laid their hands on Jesus and arrested him. Uh one more time. Uh wife wifey says something in the in the chat. She says, uh when it pops up. Yeah, there it go. Okay. In my opinion, Peter's transgression is depicted well on the Passion of Christ movie. Yeah, you're right. It was. Yeah. yeah. You know what what what's so sad about this? I'm gonna stop right here for a second. What's so what's so yeah. crazy about this is that a lot of us is Peter, right? Because we'll be quick. No, no, I never say it. I never say it. And then they pull out that guillotine, though. Know. <laughs> yeah. You riding to the end then? You know, when they when they pull out the guillotine, okay, you uh accept G. I I mean, deny Jesus or we'll say salute your, donate your, uh, let me see, pledge your allegiance to Biden or accept Jesus. What you want to do? Pledge to Biden, we're going to give you $600 a week for the rest of your life. Except Jesus, we ain't gonna give you nothing, and we gonna cut your head off. It's easy to say yeah. you ride with him till they start talking about cut off your head. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I ain't trying to look down on the disciples, man. Because, but it think of how much harder it is for us now. We didn't see him; they was literally living yeah. with him. They lived with him yeah. for years, and they still didn't have the strength to stand and keep. <laughs> and they still denied him and dip said it. Soon as sun, soon as uh stuff got hot, I was about to say and something else. Soon as it got nah, hot. Nah, you're right. I mean, but it's the same way now. Stuff get hot for us, and we stop going to church. We stop praying. We stop reading. Yep. And um, it's it's the same. It's the same difference, if you will. You know what I mean? So nothing new on they the saw it. It's nothing new. Even even the fact that you know the greed. It's so many people had killed for greed or killed for whatever just throughout the Bible. So yeah, I mean, even now us as his disciples, you know, for those of us um born again man we do the same thing we get hurt and yep. we deny we start doing our own thing and, and and indulging in our own vices in order to get through yep alright uh say friend do what you have come can't come for then they came and laid hands on Jesus and behold one of those who were with Jesus reached and drew his sword and struck the, sla struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his ear other, other scriptures or other uh, what they call other gospels, not another gospel, but other gospels like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John translations says it was Peter that chopped the ear off. But anyway, uh, struck the slave, cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, put your sword back into its place. For all those who would take up a sword would perish by the sword. Or do you think I cannot appeal? Now this is Jesus. You know, when, uh, flexing, like we say right now, 
Slight flex right. right quick, just let them know, look, I am the son of God. Don't 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 get it twisted. Or do you think I cannot appeal to my father and he will at a one, at once at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels? How then would the scriptures be fulfilled which say that it must happen this way? Other words, he's saying, Look, I'm letting you do this. Right. I could stop this at any moment. But because the scriptures, I hold the the word that the Lord had impressed on so many people, the word of God is such high regard that it need to be fulfilled. So I'm going to fulfill these scriptures. Let's me slap you. Because <laughs> y'all talking real reckless. And we'll see a little bit further down how reckless people get and how how what we see on social media is not so different. Like, it's been like this. Our heart's been, yeah. been ratchet a long time. At yeah. that time, Jesus said to the crowds, have you come with swords and clubs to arrest me as you would, a man, as you would against a man inciting a revolt? Every day I used to sit within the temple grounds teaching, and you did not arrest me. But all of this had taken place so that the scriptures of the prophets will be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Remember he said that earlier. Earlier. He said, y'all going to dip set on me. And what did they do? Soon as it got hot, they out. Soon as it got hot. You know what I mean? Jesus before Caiaphas. Those who had arrested Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and elders were gathered together but peter was following him at a distance as as far as the courtyard of the high priest so peter he left but he still was still kind of hanging around uh as the courtyard of the high priest and he came inside and sat down with the office officers to see the outcome hmm. to see what's gonna happen now the chief priests and the entire council kept trying to obtain false testimony against jesus so that they may put him to death they did not find any, even though many false witnesses came forward. But later, two came forward and said, this man stated, <clears throat> he said this earlier in the earlier scripture that we didn't mention. Mm -hmm. uh, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. The high priest stood up and said to him, do you offer no answer for those, for what these men are testifying against you? But Jesus kept silent. And the high priest said to him, I place you under oath by, living, by the living God to tell us whether you are the Christ the son of God. And Jesus said to them, you have said it yourself, just swerving on. <laughs> but I tell you from now on, you will see the son of man sitting at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Look, they already want to kill him. He like, he already know he going to die for this. And he just letting them know, look, you going to see me on the right hand of the father. I ain't just the son of God. You going to see me sitting on the throne with him. You know what I'm saying? Then high priest tore his clothes and robes and said, he is he has blasphemed. And when they say Taurus clothes, it's basically like they angry, like ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you when you yeah. say they rent their clothes, if you read reading another translation, or Taurus clothes, it's just they angry. And he said, uh, he has blasphemed. What further do we need have witness of? See you see you have now heard the blaspheme, blasphemy. What do you think? They answered, He deserves death. Now all the people I'm gonna stop here for a minute too. All the people, Jesus had thousands following him. Remember, he fed 5,000 people, <laughs> right? So he feed them with the word, made food miraculously, miraculously show up. All this, these same people right now are screaming, he deserves death. How quick they turn on him. I, like I say in the Bible, it's not so different in this world now. Think of somebody that you see on social media. Anybody that gets popular right now, somebody go dig up a tweet and what? Then get everybody to turn on him. Yeah, it happens yeah. all the time. Same spirit. Then they spit in his face and beat him with their fists, and others slapped him and said, Prophesy to us, you Christ who is 
who is the one who hit you, man? I mean, they just, Jesus. Yeah, Su super disrespectful. But this yeah. is another thing we didn't, the, the other thing that we didn't, um, when he was coming in, those those hit smacks and spits was, you know, Hosanna, Hosanna. You know, they were right. giving him praise, you know, um, just a few days ago. And right. now it's all changed. You know what I mean? Right. So it goes from, it goes from that to where we are now. And um, like you said, man, people will change on you and Quit. in a heartbeat, you yep. know, in a heartbeat. And if they, they did it to Jesus, they, they'll do it to you as well. You know what I mean? So that that's big right there. How it went from just that quick <coughs> or just a week ago, or a couple of days ago, you know, they were giving him praise as he came in. Yep. And now, and now they're talking, spitting in his face and hitting him. Back to Peter. Now, Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard and a slave woman came to him. Remember what Jesus said about Peter, about the crow, uh, for the rooster uh, screams or whatever, crows, you're going to deny, deny me three times. Now, Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard and the slave woman came to him and said, you too were with uh, with Jesus, at Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it before them all saying, I do not know what you are talking about. One. When he had gone out to the gateway, another slain woman saw him and said to those who were there, this man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, too, he denied him with the oath. I do not know this man. A little later, bystanders came up to him and said, Peter, you are really one of them as well. Since you, since even the way you talk gives you away. He was around Jesus so much he was sounding like Jesus. Then, just not to sound like Jesus no more, in the Bible, he began to curse <laughs> and swear I do not know. I do not know this man. Then immediately the rooster crowed. Jesus, man, could you imagine, bro, hearing that he just told you this? You like, nah, nah, I ain't gonna do it. And he probably ain't remembering nothing Jesus said to that rooster crow. And he's just like, Jesus. And the Bible says, uh, verse seventy-five. And Peter remembered the statement that Jesus had made before the rooster crows. You would deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Who yeah. wouldn't wept? And uh, yeah. I would have been weeping. Too bad. Too bad. Yeah. Cause that's almost hard. That's almost as gangster as that depart depart from me. <laughs> I never knew you statement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. But uh, even, go even, ahead, bro. Even in that. No, I'm just saying, even in that, <laughs> as you'll see. Hold up, bro. This, <laughs> hold up. Put up what wife you said. <laughs> uh, hold up. Would it pop up? Oh, my bad. I just took it down. It's taking a long, but she said, uh, Peter equals one word. <laughs> True definition. True that. My bad, bro. Go ahead, bro. No, nah, you straight. I'm just saying, e even in that, you know what I'm saying? Um, as far as how Jesus, how Jesus, um, still loved on, him, you yeah. know, even, even from this standpoint, cause he's, he knew it had to be done and he knew what they were going to do, but you know, that's just, um, yeah, that's that's big, man. And Peter is that one word. <laughs> Definitely. If you ain't seen the normal show, then you have to see it to know what they mean. We ain't gonna explain yeah. it. We ain't gonna give you no definitions. Uh, chapter twenty-seven. Now, when it, when the morning came, this is Judas's remorse. The morning came, all the chief priests and the elders uh, of the people conferred together against Jesus to put him to death, and they bound him and led him away and handed him over handed him over to Pilate, the governor. Then Judas who had betrayed him, saw that he had been condemned, and he felt remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. But they said, what is, this, what is that to us? You shall, see it to your, you shall see to it yourself. 
and they threw the pieces of silver into the temple sanctuary and left. He went away and hanged himself. Other translations said he hung himself and his bowels bust open. Yeah. I'm just let I'm gonna let that sit right there. Yeah. Bruh, that's some guilt. Anyway, uh the chief priest took the pieces of silver and said it is not lawful to put them in the temple treasury since it is money paid for by uh by blood. And they conferred again with the money and brought Potiphar's field as a burial burial place for strangers. For this reason the field had been called the field of blood to this day. Then that which is spoken spoken through Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled, and they took thirty pieces of silver. Once again, we said this plenty of times. The Bible keep confirming confirming itself of the things of the Old Testament. Scripture confirms Scripture. Robert said this plenty of times. Uh, they took thirty pieces of silver, the price of one whose price had been set by the sons of Israel, and they gave them for the Potiphar's field, just as the Lord had directed me. That's crazy, literally, <laughs> literally. Anyway, Jesus before Pilate. Now, Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor questioned him, saying, So, you are the king of the Jews? And he said, and Jesus said to him, It is, it is as you say, swerving on him again. Uh, and while he was being accused by the chief priests and elders, he did not offer any answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things are being testified against you? And he still did not answer him in regard to even a single charge. So the governor was greatly amazed. I believe, and I've seen in other translations i believe Pilate did not want to do that you know what i'm saying i believe uh Pilate did not want to he didn't want to have him crucified i think he was just over persuaded by the people sad man um if you if you look in um i know when you look in the concordance and whatnot it says and we're about to we're about to get into um barnabas and them freeing barnabas yeah, um, Pilate did it the way he did and left it up to the crowd so his hands could be free from that. So he could feel, you know clean. what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. So I mean, even though if he really wanted to just overturn it, he could have. Because Pilate wasn't no, no, just no good man. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. He had his own issues too. If you look at his background, but you know, he did this so he can say, "Hey, my hands is clean from it," and you know, kind of blame everybody else. That's what right, he was right, on. right, right. Now the so, Passover. Oh my bad, bro. No, that's it. Now the Passover feast. Now at the Passover feast, the governor was accustomed to the release, uh, for the people any one prisoner whom they wanted, and at that time they were holding a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when the people gathered together, Pilate said to them, "Who do you want me to release? To release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ?" For he knew it was because of of envy that they had handed him over. Mm. Envy by them Pharisees and Sadducees. And while they while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent him a message saying, see that you have nothing to do with this righteous man. For last night, I suffered greatly in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and put Jesus to death. And the governor said to said to them, which two two which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said Barabbas. Pilate said to them, what shall I do with Jesus, who is called the Christ? And they all said, crucify him. Same people that was following him. Same folks mm -hmm. switched up on him. But he said, why? What evil has he done? They kept shouting even more, crucify him. Look, lawfully, he wasn't even supposed to be murdered. He wasn't even supposed to be killed. But they didn't They didn't care. Them Pharisees riled him up, and they all followed him. It's sad. Yeah, now, I when, also want to say in there. No, go ahead. Go ahead no, nah, you got it. Go ahead, bro. I was saying I wanted to also say it was a custom to free one of the prisoners on trial each year. Like this is a part of the Passover um custom. 
yeah. that's the reason why he was able to do this. But the hatred for um, Jesus was so deep that they freed um, um, Barabbas, yeah. who was a known uh, murderer and uh, a revolutionist, if you will. He revolted. He was known for revolting against um, any type of authority. Yeah. And he was a known murderer. So that goes yeah. to show you the hatred that was there. Wifey says, message, listen to your wives. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Facts. Now, when Pilate, when Pilate was, uh, saw that he was accomplishing nothing, but rather that the riot was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. You yourselves shall see. And the people replied, his blood shall be on us and our children. They, they was just incited. Crazy. Then he re- released Barabbas for them, but after having Jesus flawed, that means beat, and he handed them over to be crucified. I got one for Go you. Go ahead, bro. Uh, I know this was in the movie, and it was for the Hollywood thing, but this just goes to show you how the enemy was in in, in, this, in the presence yep. of, of this whole situation, the hatred and everything that was going on, so much so they were like, that blood to be on us and our kids. Um, you know what I mean? Like, that's... That's a big statement back in the day. You did when when you say something like that, like you you basically giving yourself a curse or you know, wanting to curse you and your family behind it. And yep. I don't know, man, that's that that's super big to me. Like they it's crazy just bro. how quick that hate that hatred and, and what hate can do. Right. And yeah, like, man. So quick. It's bro. crazy. Mm-hmm. Verse twenty seven. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole Roman cohort the whole Roman cohort to him and they stripped him and put him in red and put and put a red cloak on him. And after twisting it, twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and put a reed in his right hand and they knelt before him and mocked him saying, hail the king, man, they're so disrespectful. And they uh, spit Jesus. They spit on him and took the reed and beat him on the head. And after they had mocked him and took the cloak and took uh, mocked him, they took the cloak off him and put his own garments back on him. And led him away to crucify him. And as they were coming out, they find a man of Syrene named Simon, and they compelled him to carry his cross. The crucifixion. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, means the place of a skull, they gave him wine mixed with bile to drink. I never noticed that until I reread this today. Bile is like poop. Yep. Man, it utterly disrespected him. Basically gave him wine with some poop, boo-boo in it. And after tasting it, he was unwilling to drink it. Uh, and when they cruci- when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among themselves by casting lots and then sitting down. So basically, they 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 uh they gamble for his clothes, shooting dice if you want to put it like right. that, R- trying to get sevens for his clothes. And sitting down, they right. began to watch keep watch over over him there. And above his head, they put up a charge against him, which read, "This is Jesus, the King of Jews." At that time, two rebels were being crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And those passing by were speaking abusively to him, shaking their heads and saying, uh, you who are you who are going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Save yourself. Just just mm, mm, mm. if you are the son of God, come down from that cross like they just talk. Look, this is where I said I was saying earlier, just like Twitter. Same way, that's the same way people people doing on Twitter right now to this day. That's how they would do. Let somebody get in trouble. They, They all in the mentions. Anybody do something good, look what they're doing. Look what they're saying. If you the son of God, come down off that cross to save yourself. Like, man, anyway, let me keep going. In the same way, the chief priests, the chief priests, these are the religious people. 
along with the mm-hmm. scribes and elders, were mocking him, saying, "He saved others, but can't save himself. Can't save himself. He is he is the king of Israel. Let him come now. Come down from the cross, and we will believe him. Uh, let God rescue him, if he takes pleasure in him. For he said, I am the son of God. And the rebels who had been crucified with him were also insulting him in the same way. People, man, people trash, bro. Now, from the sixth hour of darkness, fell, uh, also, I want to say this in other translations, the two people that was with him, one was a robber and another one was a man, asked Jesus to remember him when he goes to the promised land. And basically, he got saved on that cross. If you read other translations, I wanted to point that out real yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh, now, from the sixth hour of darkness, Fell upon all the land, uh, fell upon all the land until the ninth hour, and about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, "Eli, Eli, lima uh, sabakatani?" Maybe that is, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" Uh, we read earlier in Matthew where it was talking about, uh, and it pleased God to bruise him. This this is another example. Like it was so. It pleased God to bruise him because all of our sins, everybody who's watching, was put upon him at that moment. Everything. So much so that Jesus, the son of God, part of the God Godhead was like, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because he felt all of it on him at that moment. You know what I'm saying? So I want y'all just to think about that. And some of those who were standing there when they heard it said, this man is calling for Elijah, another name for God. And immediately one of the men ran and taking a sponge, he filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed and gave him the drink. But the rest of them said, let's see if Elijah comes down. To... Jesus, these people. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and gave up, this, gave up his spirit. And behold, the veil of the temple was torn from the top to the bottom. That's another important statement right there, the veil being torn. Yes. And, yes. The earth, uh, and the earth shook and the rocks were split. And these, these dummies... Still thought running about, <laughs> is he the son of God? Who else died in the earth and shook? Anyway, let me, let me turn, turn, turn myself down. <laughs> and the rocks were split. Right. Also, the tombs were open and many of the bodies, miracles happening. Many of the bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep, which means they were dead, were raised and coming out of the tombs after his resurrection. And they entered the holy city and appeared to many. Now, as far as the centurion and those who were with him keeping guard over Jesus, when they saw the earthquake and the other things that were happening, they became extremely frightened and said, truly, this was the son of God. Oh, now you believe. <laughs> now, now, now you get it. And many women right. were watching from a distance who had followed Jesus from Galilee uh, while caring for him. Among them were Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene was a prostitute earlier who was caught literally in the act of adultery. And Jesus told them, if you ain't got no sin, cast the first stone. They all dropped their stones and walked away. And she followed Jesus from that point on. Uh, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and and uh, the mother of the sons of Zebedee. That's uh, two of the disciples. Go ahead, Rob. I want to say something about the veil and why that's so important. Yeah. In the Old Testament, because we've been paralleling. I mean, we've been bouncing back and forth. In the Old Testament, in order to go into that secret place, you had to go behind the veil in the temple. Yep. So when you went behind the veil, that was the holy place that was the presence of God behind the veil. Mm. When that veil was torn mm. and Jesus, Jesus, when Jesus was crucified, yeah, there was no that You can go straight in through right. Jesus. And right. it's very important that y'all understand why, um, it, it, why the veil was mentioned. It was yeah. ripped in half and them Pharisees and Sadducees. The reason they knew something was wrong because it was 
it was sacred to them to go behind that veil. Right. So I just wanted to I wanted to point that out because yeah, that man. was a significant event that happened when um Very much so. when he gave up his spirit. Very much so. And uh one more point to that, like what Rob said, man, like that means we can go to God freely. Jesus mm -hmm. taught when that veil broke, that means anybody can go go to God through Jesus. We didn't have to have a priest. We didn't have to do all these sacrifices. Mm -hmm. That was the sacrifice. No more goats mm -hmm. being burned. No more lambs being burned. The lamb was slain. The sacrificial lamb was slain once and for all. Mm -hmm. Well, we ain't got to do that no more. Uh, verse 57. Now, when it was even a rich man from Amithia, Amithia came named Joseph, who himself had also been a disciple of Jesus. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered ordered it be given to him and joseph took the body and wrapped him in a clean cloth and laid it in his own new tomb uh, new tomb which he had cut out of a rock and he rolled a large stone against the entrance of the tomb and went away and mary magdalene was there and, and the other mary sitting opposite of the tomb now on the next day that is the day which is after the preparation the chief priests and the pharisees gathered together with pilate and they said, "Sir, remember that when we de when the de when that deceit Jesus, listen to this, y'all. This was so stupid, not stupid, but it's another example of like what Twitter is now, social media. Sir, remember that when we when that deceiver was alive, he said, after three days, I am rising. Therefore, give orders for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal him and say to the people, he has risen from the dead." And the last deception will be worse than the first. So they still thinking he'll deceive it. They ain't seen this earth shake. They ain't seen all this stuff happen. They still don't believe. You know, we can see, like, it's miracles can happen. We still, a lot of people won't believe when their heart is cold no. to the gospel. They just no. ain't going to believe. Pilate said to them, you have a guard. Go make, make it as secure as you know how. And they went and made the tomb secure with the guard, sealing the, sealing the stone. All right, it's going to get a... Uh, it's already been good, but it's going to get. This is the the crooks of the whole story. Jesus is risen. Now, after the Sabbath, as it began, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene, first day of the week. That's normally Sunday or Monday. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> wife put up that Joseph was rich. Yeah, he was. Uh, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to look at the tomb and behold, a severe earthquake had occurred. For the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled away the stone and sat upon it. And his appearance was like lightning and his clothing was white as snow. And the guards shook from fear of him and became like dead men, which means they were so scared they like fell out. And the angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who has been crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. Thank you, Jesus. He has risen just Amen. as he said. Come and see the place where he was lying and go quickly and tell the disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going to go on ahead of you to Galilee. There you uh, there you will see him. And behold, I have told you. The angel came so, and said that. Go ahead, Rock. Yeah, I want to say this. Thank you, Jesus. I, um, yeah, first of all, this is this is the basis of our faith. That, yeah, that man. That's very on resurrection and us knowing that we have eternal life through Christ if we accept him, you know. Yeah. Believe in our heart and confess with our mouth. You know what I mean? So, but I want to say for everybody who be riding on women who be preaching the gospel, technically mm. they gave the first resurrection marriage uh message here mm. because the angel told these women, run and go tell. 
You Uh-oh. know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just saying, and I'm gonna leave it at that because I know some people I ain't trying to be deep apostle. It's just the word said it. So I mean, who was that? Who was there at the tomb first? I'm, I'm, who was there I'm first? Just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I can't turn I'm up saying. too much, but yeah. hey, a little bit. Yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna give you one of these, and we're gonna keep reading. He ain't lying. Right. <laughs> And they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to report to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met him and said, met them and said, rejoice. And they came and looked and took a hold of his feet and worshiped him. And Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and bring word to my brothers and leave for Galilee. And there they will see me. Now, in other scriptures and other, not other scriptures, yeah, and other uh, other translations, which I mean, one of the four gospels, it talks about where Peter, it wasn't Peter, uh, uh, Simon, who was down down Thomas, didn't believe. Thomas. He said, "I ain't gonna believe unless I touch the hand, touch it, touch the holes of his hands." And when Jesus came, he touched the hole in his hand, like the holes were still there, but he was renewed. He was alive, very much alive. And uh, we can go way deeper than that, but I'm just saying he he was born. He he was. Literally the first one born again, <laughs> literally, right? The very first, anyway. Hey, can, now, I, can I? I'm gonna say, yeah, go ahead, bro. One thing, yes, sir, um, absolutely. Because when I was a young, when I was younger in the faith, I didn't understand this. I'm like, how is he the first to resurrect when Lazarus resurrected and he resurrected the, the little girl? Yep. They all died again, right? That was the difference, you know mm. what I mean? He resurrected again, them, bro. Say that but again. you have to understand, they died again and had yeah. to be resurrected after Christ, so yeah. If anybody was like I was, who, who, how was Jesus the first resurrection when Lazarus came out, the little girl, um, whoever the dead that he rose, because he did many miracles. Yep. The difference is they still had an expiration on their life. Right. Where Jesus died and he was the first to rise again and never die again. That's right. And that's, that's the difference. And I just want to point that out to anybody who want to, when you say first resurrection, because I know right. it confused me when I was a babe in Christ. Yeah. And I don't want nobody else, um, wondering thinking or you know trying to debate so go ahead see i'm gonna say this for we read you have y'all ever heard that scripture where it's saying the same power that raised christ from the dead is alive in us think about mm-hmm. that scripture right when jesus rose up all the people that was dead the saints that went before they got up too. the same power that raised christ from the dead is alive in us it was first demonstrated in those other saints man mm-hmm. i ain't never thought about that till just now same power that rose Christ from the dead. If you receive God and Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit that lives in you is the same power that raised Christ from the dead is alive in you. What is anything that's going on in your life that's too hard for God? Jesus. All right. Let me. (laughs) What what is so bad? Not nothing. (laughs) I'm talking about some run that. She's silly. She's silly. All right, man. Uh, verse 11. Now, while they were on their way, some, some of the man from the guard came into the city. Now, this is going to still show some ratchetness. Came into the city and reported to the chief priest all that had happened. That had happened. So they know Jesus and rose up. Now, check this out. Twitter world, social media world, this same type stuff. And when they had assembled, assembled with the elders, they consulted together, and they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers and said, you are to say, his disciples came at night and stole him while we were asleep. So they literally seen this man raised from the dead and they still paid them money to say to keep this down because they didn't want 
the word and the they didn't want the message and the the, the message of the Christians because they wouldn't call Christians then. But basically, the Christian message they didn't want it to go no further, not a minute further. So they said we're gonna stop this right now. Drop this bag of money on. They drop the bag of money on homeboy. And say don't say nothing. Keep it quiet. Anyway, and if this comes to it's the go, what you say? Because it said, and they took the money. <laughs> right. They was right. So the money. <laughs> you ought to say, uh, uh, the disciples came at night and they and stole him while he was asleep. And this, and if this comes to the governor's ears, we will appease him, keep and keep you out of trouble, right? And they took the money, like Rob said, and they did as they had been instructed. Because uh, you know, like Miss Winder said, uh, money talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It do talk. And do talk. And they took the money and did as they had been uh, instructed. And the story was widely spread among the Jews and is to this day. Mm. Now, now that's now that's deep. That is deep. That's deep. Because it's, it's a lot of Jews caught up from that story. Yep. And they still yep. they, they still waiting day. on the Messiah. Yeah, they still waiting on the Messiah to come in on, on a gray horse. And we can't, we're not going to get into that, but I'm just saying. Think about this, bro. The same people, because, you know, Jesus came for the world overall, but when he was in the earth, he came for the Jews, the chosen yeah. people, so to speak. And the same yeah. chosen people are the ones who had them killed. Yeah. Bro, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right, man, number 16, uh, chapters, I mean, not chapter, verse 16, but the 11 disciples proceed, my bad, proceeded to Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had designated to them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some were doubtful. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority in heaven and on earth have, has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to follow uh, all that I commanded them, commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of age. That is what they call the Great Commission. Go into all the world to preach the gospel. You know what I'm saying? So, there's so much more to this story. But there is. The main point is he died and rose for me, for you, everybody who's watching, for everybody that don't even know him yet. He died and rose for them. The whole transgressions of the whole world was put upon him, so much so that the literal son of God said, why have you forsaken me? Think about that. All of that. All the people so we can have the opportunity to choose Jesus as as our Lord and Savior. He did all that so we can have a chance to be born again, to live again, and have a chance to be with him in heaven. All of that, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. And God is is very good, man. Very good. Yep, he is good, brother. So it's... um... I'll say this, if you get past some of the Hollywood stuff, you know, when it shows Satan, if you've never watched The Passion of Christ. It's a very good movie. I would, it's, it's it's a good movie. And I would probably say that's probably one of the more true, if not the true, truest to form movie yeah. of the um, the life of Jesus and everything, especially um, to watch him get crucified. Because it's just something yeah. different when you can physically see it. Right. Um, I know when I first saw the movie, um, and we, we say a movie, but it's, it's biblical. It's just a bi- biblical a adaptation of, yeah, yeah, of what, what, what happened in, in the Bible, but for you to visually be able to see, um, you know, 
the 30 lashes he took for us, you know, yeah. the, by his by his stripes were healed. Like those things, like I literally cried in the movie theater, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, because yeah. that was for me and that should be us. So each and every time that we do something wrong and that veil is torn, cause we talked about the veil a little earlier. Every time we yeah. do something wrong, knowing that we can go boldly to the throne, humbly, but boldly to the throne asking yeah. Lord, forgive us. Because just imagine this, if we had to go through every time we sin, our punishment was what he got before he went to the cross. Yeah. Things would be a lot different. You know what I mean? So, but instead we are under his grace. We are covered by the blood. And yeah. so many times we take the Peter approach and we deny him, whether we deny him when we, when, when things are going hard, whether we deny him when we get in a, a front of a group of people and you can deny him, maybe not verbally, maybe your actions right. can be denying him at that right. particular time. Right. So this is, this is what seeing I, this is what it's all about. You know, we joke, I know y'all, y'all hear us joke a lot, but when it comes to this Bible study and us going through this and talking about Jesus and his goodness and everything he did for us, it's not crucifixion. Cause I've seen people put that up there as in F I C T I O N. He yeah. was crucified. You know what I mean? And he rose again. And I don't yeah. care what religion, what faith, everybody mentions Jesus. Oh, yeah. everybody oh yeah every lie every lie has some truth if you look at all these other religions they all mention jesus in some shape form or fashion why mm -hmm. is that if he wasn't real mm -hmm. that's true and, and I, i'll let you i'll let you go from there see yeah, it's a lot it's a lot of savior so to speak that died only one got up right documented got up you know what i mean it's only one got mm -hmm. up so you know we say this all the time, you know, as we read about Jesus, as you read, if if you read along with us, you maybe never saw saw this in scripture like that. But know that Jesus loves you. He wants to be with you so much so he's willing to die for you. You know what I'm saying? Like I right, said, right. in other translations, there was Jesus was basically witnessing to another man on the cross with him. He deserved to be on the cross. And that man yeah. said, you don't deserve to be here. I do. Right. I know I was wrong. And he said, just remember me when you go to heaven. And basically Jesus said, oh, yeah, you're going to be there. You know what I mean? Like, that is so powerful, right? And that is the, like Rod said, this is the crux of our Christian faith. It's what yeah. happened with Jesus. And so many things are parallel to that in our lives. Like, I just say it like this, man. Jesus can resurrect you. Because if you don't know Jesus, man or woman or mankind, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? If you don't know Jesus, you are basically like a dead man. You have the yeah. walking dead, that thing on A&E, you basically want to yeah. walk in dead. Until his light comes upon you and you receive him as your Lord and Savior, and you become alive. And, you know, there's a rapper. This is a side, but I was telling my wife about this. <clears throat> I never listened to the dude when he was secular. But he had a radical transformation. That Bunk Game dude, you know what I'm talking about, Rob? It's a rapper named Bunk Game. I think it's like B-O-O-N-K Game or whatever. Tatted face, purely tatted. And I can remember probably last summer, he's talking about, man, I had a dream and Jesus came to me to a dream. He was still secular at the time. You know what I mean? He was still secular at the time. And he was like, I had this dream and Jesus came to me. And that man got saved. Like, saved, saved, Right. Like you and I was telling my wife, I said, look at him. You can see the light of God on this man. And like, you know, he he's not been Christianized. So, you know, he rough around the edges, whatever. But the dude is in his word and all that. But I said all that to say this is like when when the light of God coming to somebody that was dead, you see it like that. Like you see it quickly because it is like I, I can't explain it. 
but you know it when you see it. When that light of God get on somebody, when somebody receives Jesus in their heart, it's like it. They literally their countenance change. It said that about the Bible, like when it said Jesus came back, his face was like lightning. You know what I mean? Like that's like the uh, super sign version. Like that's the version that we all love to get to. But I'm talking about when you get when he comes into you, there's a shine that comes. I'm not trying to be super deep Pentecostal. It's just you can see it, man. Like and I said all that to say this, man. Like. I want you to know the God that we know, not just something we read about. You know what I mean? It's more than just a book. There's more than just pages on this on this screen or this Bible app, app, you version app or whatever. He right. is a real person that wants to live yeah. in you, and you can have him in your life today. You know what I'm saying? But the one thing that he said uh, in the Great Commission, he said, uh, go you into all the world and preach the gospel. One thing about the Great Commission, and make disciples. Like, it's one thing. The first step is to receive him as your Lord and Savior. The second step is become a disciple. And disciple is a short word or a, di- or a derivative of discipline. The derivative of disciple is discipline. And what that means, yeah. discipline, become disciplined under his word, under his teachings. And how you become a disciple is studying his word and getting into a church, you know, that t- that's teaching the word of God. You know, and I've said a bunch of times, man, like my wife is the super outgoing one. I'm more of a, a, a what what Rob always say, be in hobbit mode. <laughs> you know, I'm more Hermit of that. Mode. Yeah, you know, I'm more of a of a. I ain't gonna say a loner, but I'm just not a super extrovert. She is an extrovert, but it's important to be amongst the body. He said the Bible say not for, forsake not the assembling, as a matter of some. Ill. But basically, what that means forsake not being around other believers because other believers can give you strength. Like if Rob yeah. going through a tough time. I'm another believer. I can up, uplift my brother or vice versa. Yeah. If I'm going through a tough time, he's another believer. He can uplift my brother. If we're going through a tough time, y'all are other believers. Some, some of the people in the comments, y'all can uplift us because there's power and unity. So with that being said, uh, if you don't mind, Rob, I just want to pray. I'm going to pray for, uh, I just pray that I want to pray that if anybody wants to know Jesus, you can know him right now. And, uh, it's not a traditional thing. You can bow your head. You ain't got to bow your head if you don't want to. You ain't got to close your eyes. But I just want you to intently focus on the words I'm saying. If you want to receive Jesus tonight, you've read these scriptures with us. You've read the story of what happened. You read how he was he was uh, ridiculed and slapped and beaten. They put a crown of thorns on him. They beat him, uh, I think it was uh, 49 times with a, with a, with a I forget what they call it, but it's basically a, a whip with thorns on it tearing his skin all up. You know what I'm saying? He, he was brutally beaten so much so other translations say so much so you cannot recognize what he looked like. He was beaten that bad for you, for you to have a chance to know him. And if you want to know him, this is how you do it. There's no, there's no ritual. What you, All you need to do is believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. Confess with your mouth. And confession is made unto salvation. That's the two steps. Believe in your heart and confess you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you will be saved. If you say that with me right now, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And, you know, Lord, I repent of my sins, all the things I've done unknowingly, knowing, not knowing that what I was doing was wrong. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me and come into my heart and change my life. He will do that if you pray that. But I, I uh, implore you. Find the church. Find the church. If you're in St. Louis, ask me. I'll tell you some good churches. You know what I'm saying? If you're in Memphis, some of my people from Memphis can tell you some good churches. I can tell you some good churches. Wherever you at, 
Try ask the Lord to lead you to a good church because it is so vital to your growth. Yeah, because yeah. the moment you get saved, trust me, the enemy is coming. Because the angels are rejoicing, rejoicing when you get saved, but the enemy is mad, big mad, big mad. And he want to take you out. He want to sift you out. As soon as you get in, he want to pull you away. Because if you don't get around other like-minded people, you will continue to do what you was doing. You will not change, and the change will not stay rooted in you. So, man, I pray that uh, if you're one of those people that you came to Jesus tonight, praise God. You know what I'm saying? I pray that this Bible study has been a help to you. That's why me and Rob do it is to help you and help us. You know, honestly, yep. it's not yep. just for you. It's helping us. You know, like we said many times, this is almost family Bible reading in our mind with all the people, the people that's watching with us. It's like family time getting in the word. So, man, we really, really appreciate y'all. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday with the regular show, man. But uh, praise God, man. It's nothing. All that we read, you know, we'll be on a new topic the next time. But all that we read came to this point that when he died and rose, the veil was torn. Like Rob said earlier, that was a big moment. That is a big moment because any of you watching right now, you can you can pray to God with no resistance. You yeah. can pray to God and God will hear you. But before then, priests had to go up in there and the priests had to be holy to bring your petitions to him. That was a that was a veil that was made like we started the beginning of the Bible study by Adam when Adam uh when the first sin when Adam, when they ate the fruit started the sin and that started the separation between God and man but Christ redeemed all that and brought God and man back together. Rob, you got hey, something? Yeah, I do. I, I just want to say it's what originally started on how God intended it to be. It's it, it, if you really look at it over years, how how man and, you know, and the enemy and being sinful, when Jesus yeah. came to restore that order, how much resistance the flesh was toward him because mm -hmm. he was trying to restore order from the way that it needs to be. And, um, you know, all through the Bible, you see it, especially um, through Jesus. walk. I mean, miracles don't draw people to God, I will say. But the the one thing I will say is his goodness will draw, draw you to him. And if you want to, like, like C said, God will hear you as long as you're coming through on the sun. Yep. Ima imagine this. If you, God hears us as soon as you accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you you crying out to God in repentance, automatically you got a direct line to it. But until yep. then, until then, it's like you like that kid out on the street and, and that's not your parent. And you right. know what I mean? Like, so we encourage you. You know what I mean? We, 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 we encourage you. That's what it's about. If y'all listening to not the same podcast, not the same Bible study, like, believe you me, I shouldn't still be here and see guys stories where he shouldn't be here either. You know what yep. I mean? Um, yep. crystal pops up all the time. Sis shouldn't be here. You know, miracles are still here. I'm healed from cancer. She's healed yeah. from MS. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, We've seen it. My son, Devin, he actually died on the operating table doing adenoids and he came back. They brought him back. All that. The Lord, the Lord did all of that for us. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he's not not, not good if, if, if you've lost a loved one. What I am saying is that goodness is available for you right now while you're still breathing. Yeah, man. So whatever you may be going through, if you can hear the sound of our voice and you watching this, I mean, this is your opportunity. Yeah. You might not get another one. Yeah. Not Tomorrow is not promised. Trying to give you a fax, yeah, man. That's Bible. Yeah, man. So that, that that's all. That's all I have, man. And um, you know, I appreciate y'all. You know, coming on in tonight. 
I'm a address a MKJ. This is not for a style, brother. Someone <laughs> I see. <laughs> Trust me, this, this I'm not on my Brinson. But yeah. um, yeah. Um, if y'all hearing the sound of our voice, when you lay your head down on that pillow tonight, you're not promised tomorrow. So just make sure right. you you write. You know what I mean? And we know don't don't know the time of hour when when in Christ is coming back because He's coming back. And you just don't want to wait to that last minute. Is what I'm getting at. That's real. Well. <clears throat> That's our time, man. We'll be back in uh the week yeah. after next. New subject. We'll go in. Yeah. Uh I'm excited to, to go about. further. Huh? What'd you we say? We got plenty to talk about. Oh, we got plenty to talk about. <laughs> y'all ratchet. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we got sixty six books and uh and encounter right. scriptures to get into. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so man, I'm C Micah. I'm Robert Dean. And brother, we is out. We'll catch y'all in a couple of weeks. But come back on Thursday. Come back uh, this Thursday. Show, man. Yeah, we don't get it in. Get off, brother. I got about to turn these lights off, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All Yeah, man.